Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 2, Episode 2, titled The Southern Lights. Okay, so this episode is... fine overall. Like, it's good. I enjoy it. Is it as good as I want it to be? Honestly, no. It definitely has some significant problems, but it's definitely better than the premiere, which was just a whole pile of nothing. Like, stuff actually happens in this episode that's worth exploring. Unlike the premiere. But it's still not great. It still exhibits a lot of the flaws I have with this season in general. Uh, And the biggest one being Korra's whole arc in this. I mean, see, it's not bad by any means. But I feel like every single aspect of it is overblown. Korra's anger at her father. Overblown. Korra's frustrations with Mako. Overblown. All that, like, they focus way too much on, and they don't focus nearly enough on Korra trying to harness her spiritual side. They don't focus nearly enough on the stresses of Korra having to master the spiritual side of herself. Like, if they had focused on that more than they focused on Korra's mad at everybody then it would have been a hell of a lot better. It would have been more of an engaging episode. And it would have been a much more... a much more satisfying character evolution. But they didn't do that. They focused on the wrong things. And it did feel kind of cheapened. That being said, the content around said overblown, misguided arc is really, really good. Uh, I like this journey that everyone goes on into the Everstorm, this constant blizzard that's concocted by the spirits because the Southern Water Tribe is out of balance. The spiritual connection to the Southern Water Tribe is out of balance. I love that. I I love that idea. I love that conflict of going through this constant blizzard to get to the South Pole and open up this spirit portal. Did it have to be the entire episode? 
probably not. We probably didn't need to get a full 22 minutes of it. In fact, you know what? I'm just gonna say this. First and second episodes probably should have been folded into one. Probably should have been folded into one cohesive episode. That probably would have been better. That probably would have felt more naturally paced. And we wouldn't have gotten the problem of the premiere, which was just nothing happened. And they were just padding out because, for whatever reason, they thought they could do two extra episodes this time around. But nevertheless, it, it's still a fun dynamic. It, it's still really, really... It, it's still really well done. Uh, I love the interactions that we get. Uh, the banter between... Uh, <laughs> we get more of that running joke of Bolin and Eska. <laughs> Bolin being Eska's boyfriend... <laughs> And Eska just being incredibly overbearing. She takes her brother along for some reason. She, <laughs> she quote-unquote protects him. She gets mad when Bolin hugs Korra at one point. It's amazing. Uh, but you get to see some of the... Strife between Tanrock and Unalak. Uh, you get to see Mako kind of caught in the middle of this anger fest between Korra and her father. Like, there's a lot of great stuff happening here. And at the same time, there's occasionally a spirit attack in the middle of this blizzard. Which makes for some really, really good action sequences. Uh, I especially love the flashback to Tanrock stays in the Northern Water Tribe. Sort of explaining how the hell Tanrock got banished. Telling this story of uh, these people that attacked the southern, the northern water tribe. And Tanrock chasing them into this spirit forest that he destroyed in the process of catching these criminals. And then because of that the spirits attacked the water tribe and... He got banished for being the cause of such devastation. Like, it adds so much to that character. It's a really, really sad, heartbreaking story. Like, it's absolutely fantastic. That flashback is very, very well done. Uh, and I adore the spirit portal sequence. The spirit portal sequence is... Phenomenal. Like, Korra just sort of walking into this frozen forest. And the show basically starts to become a horror movie. Where spirits, angry spirits, are jumping out and attacking Korra. And Korra has to fight them off. Uh, she gets to the spirit portal and initially she just starts throwing fire at it. Like, just bending at it. Just being... Typical aggressive Korra trying to hit it head on. And then as she's trying to get carried away by these spirits, she realizes she can't do that. Goes into the Avatar state and uses it to open the spirit portal. And we get this beautiful display of the return of the Southern Lights, which is absolutely freaking gorgeous. Like this whole sequence is very, very good. 
Oh, I also should mention uh, the subplot with Tenzin and Janora at the Southern Air Temple. Because we're going to get uh, some some solid subplot action with Tenzin and with his children going to the Air Temples. And this is a great start to that. <laughs> like, Tenzin gets off at the Southern Air Temple... Immediately, he's just bombarded with air acolytes. <laughs> Immediately, he just gets bombarded with gifts, and it's, like, very uncomfortable with it. Clearly, Pema gets this giant bouquet of flowers that she can barely hold up. <laughs> and... The air acolytes start to praise the the next generation of airbenders. Cut to Janora and Iki fighting over over gifts. Cut to Milo running around with a, a lemur, and Pema is just like, "Yep, that's the next generation of airbenders." Great, like she's just. Fed up with it all. <laughs> like she's... I love how tired Tenzin and Pema are. They just hate everything. <laughs> Their kids have drained the life from them. Meanwhile, freaking Kaya and Boomy are getting off the bison. No one's going to help them. That one air acolyte comes up to them and is like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were the servants. No, we're not. We're Tenzin's brother and sister. Oh, I didn't know Aang had other children. <laughs> there are more airbenders in the world. We're not airbenders. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, they just couldn't care less. <laughs> because they've devoted themselves to airbending. And there's only one airbending child of Aang. <laughs> and... We also get this weird stuff with Janora where she goes into the statue room, sees the statue of Aang, and has this, like, weird reaction to it. She gets up in the middle of the night, sees this one statue that lights up as the southern lights go up, and she has this weird experience with that, like... Something's going on with Janora, and we don't quite know what it is yet. It's very odd. We'll talk more about that in future episodes. Oh, then of course we get our ending, which is everyone returning to the village. And all of the Northern Water Tribe troops are marching in to occupy the South Pole. Unalak's taking militaristic control... Of the Southern Water Tribe. Great. Awesome. I'm sure that won't be a huge source of conflict throughout the rest of the season. Spoiler alert, it will. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that next week. Uh, when we go through our next little wave of episodes... But yeah, like, we had a rough start, but it's getting better. It's getting less and less mediocre as we go along. Like, like I said, 
it's a rough season, but it is good overall. And I think this season is starting to show more of a complete picture of that. More of that complete good but not great picture. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, on Monday, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra Season 2, Episode 3. Talk to you then.